Hey, drunk mythology friends. I'm Kate. I'm Jen. And I'm the other Jen. And we're the Drunk Mythology, drunk mythology Gals. <laughs> that was dangerously close to synchronized. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was just barely ahead of you guys. <laughs> you decided to go like a couple octaves higher, so it was easier for me to like point you out and follow you. <laughs> oh, that was shit. your mistake. Oh, damn. Okay. All right. So mental. I'm writing it down. Again, I always feel like we're playing a game of like uh, rock, paper, scissors, where I'm just trying to like anticipate what you're going to do. Yep. A hundred percent. Totally. It's like 16D chess. And and Kate, I don't even care about because like she's just going to mess it up anyway. I'm always this. I am this. I am your goddamn metronome. She thinks she's the metronome. Yeah, she's not. I am. (laughs) There's your high pitch. Well, there's a great start to 2022 for you. <laughs> Has anybody written 2021 by accident yet? I have not had the pleasure. I haven't had to write the date for any reason yet. I haven't either, but I have this goddamn fucking puzzle calendar. <laughs> See, I was very upfront with Jen. I told her, because I think she was feeling me out. Maybe I could be wrong. And I was just like, I will burn it. <laughs> Don't bother. Don't waste your money. <laughs> I wasn't. I took because okay. I knew this is not an OG gift. It's not. I I knew that. So it was just like, hey, isn't this going to be hysterical? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just love that Kate actually tries because she has to because that's her her personality. You know, for Chinese New Year, it's going to be the year of the tiger this year, and I'm a tiger. So. <laughs> It's going to be one hell of a year. Oh, boy. But speaking of New Year's, Happy New Year to all our listeners out there. We are so glad that you're with us or you've discovered us or whatever the fuck is going on in your world. And uh, we hope 2022 will bring you um, better things than 2021. And fuck you, 2021, for taking Betty White. Damn straight. Yeah, That's just, that That was so bad. So wrong. Yeah. So, so, so um, mm. yeah. Offerings to Odin, my lovelies. Just my general misery. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like your baseline. It is, but it's for him. I-, I think I'm in the same camp today. It's, yeah. We had like an almost COVID scare in the house. <laughs> <laughs> two days and like i wanted to well oh yeah it, it's yeah well, but i think I we're one clear yeah i don't have the time to go down for a few days with covid or i i yeah no one does but yeah no no kidding like yeah anywho yeah i have the second i have the day after a hangover to offer up to odin <laughs> Oh, good grief. <laughs> you know, it's the day where you're like back to normal, but you're like 90%. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. What are we drinking? Uh, with I these- have coffee. <laughs> oh, I I do too. In a mug that says has Garfield on it and it says whatever. And oh, I love that. That really captures my spirit. 
That's so perfect. I think you're taking the self-actualization New Year's resolution a little far, OG. (laughs) I'm just, again, trying to live my fullest life. Live your best OG life, yeah. So uh, I'm drinking water. It's cold because it came out of the the fridge dispenser just a few minutes ago, but it's um, in... What's the temperature, the exact temperature? I don't know. (laughs) I'm gonna guess it doesn't it's display like, it. Uh, um, I'm gonna guess it's like 40 degrees. Okay, it's probably that, colder that is than cold. that. It's probably. I, I would agree that it's cold water. At the time it came out of the fridge, now it's been a few minutes and it's sitting here on the desk. What's the ambient temperature of the room? Oh, fine. How thick is the glass? I don't <laughs> fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I only don't know this because. I don't have a driving reason to know this. If there was a driving reason to know this information, I would absolutely know this down to, you know, decimal point accuracy of, you know, answering these questions. But because mm-hmm. that's just, yeah. That's anyway, the, the, it. <clears throat> the cup yeah. is my team other gen drunk mythology gals pint glass. Loving it. So I'm sitting here staring at myself with Fenrir. <laughs> <laughs> well, so today, since, uh, you know what, today's a good day to be sober because we need to get all of our rage going in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because it's going to be a very special episode to kick the year off. And oh, boy. <laughs> this is the redo of our original episode five, What the Fuck Zeus?, And yeah, and so I just, I've been really wanting to do this for a while. So Mm -hmm. I decided we're just going to kick the year off with this little redo. It's going up as episode 51, but it will also be uploaded as the new audio for episode five. And if if you um, just love our placeholder recording for that. Uh, we're going to move that placeholder recording over to Patreon, which is patreon.com slash drunk mythology gals. And you can hear all of the original episodes and the placeholders as we replace them. So there we go. Yep. But today I'm, I, as part of uh, my series on the Greek creation myths, I was, uh, episode five was originally intended to wrap it up. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I think you'll appreciate this reason. I decided I, to save the creation of woman for its own episode, and I should rejoice over that. Why? Because that's just another episode I have to listen to with you, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you haven't sold me yet. <laughs> well, I we are finishing the creation of mankind today. Because it's it's a, oh my God, you didn't soaked cherry on top of a what the fuck did he do, do now cake for Zeus because we are mainly focusing on him and uh, how he fucked up the creation of mankind. Oh. And, okay. you know, honestly, it's all about Zeus because 95% of every shit that goes wrong in mythology is about Zeus. Uh, of yeah. course. Yeah. So there we go. It's going to yep. be a ragey one. 
Ah, see, now I'm wishing I had poured something other than water. (laughs) (laughs) Too late now. It is. (laughs) Unless you want to do a Kate and be like, hang on, keep talking. (laughs) I I could try texting one of the kids. (laughs) (laughs) Bring your mommy some vodka. She's recording. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get going with this disclaimer because, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, do not drink and drive, cars, chariots, eight-legged horses, multi-part creation myths that are forced upon us every waking day of every moment. Um, That's a (laughs) And, you know, grumpy Garfield mugs. Yeah. Because they're the best. Well. I am a delight today. You are. I'm anticipating this. (laughs) I mean, dreading. I mean, anticipate. So let's get started. A long time ago, when the world was young. Quick recap from last time. Because I just feel like it's been a while. Oh, it's been a while for sure. Yeah, so I'm going to need reminded of where the hell we left off. Yeah, so we are post-Windag. Got it. And, you know, nothingness, like, had a little thing with itself and was like, woo, Mm -hmm. creation. (laughs) You need need that alone time. You know, (laughs) I, I... There's a phrase on the tip of my tongue, and I'm not going to say it. Not going to say it. (laughs) I dare you. You've made me say enough things. All right. So nothingness fapped. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That that was worth it. Okay, good. All right. So we've gotten past like the creation of like a lot of the basic big natural forces and elements, and we get to Mama Gaia. And Daddy Ornos, Gaia Earth, Ornos Sky. And remember, they had a really bad couple of one-night stands. And, like, the first time they had giants and then they had, like, some other things with, like, a hundred hands. And Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And Ornos is, like, the worst dad ever. Right. Yeah. And then eventually the last set of... (laughs) dodecatuplets that they <laughs> birthed uh, were the titans. Okay. So these are just a step above the Olympian gods. And again, they do have personalities and they're much more personified than everything else that has come before, but they are also still very sort of primeval and elemental. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Um, anyway, Mama Gaia was like, Daddy Ornos isn't paying child support, so which one of you kids is going to go dog bounty hunter on him for me? And of course, it was Kronos who was like, yeah, I'll do it. And all the other kids were like, yeah, no surprise there, suck up. So Kronos ambushes Ornos and fucks him up, and from Ornos's blood springs a race of giants and also the Furies, who are some bad bitches, and I can't wait to do their episode later on. The giants are banished and no one dares fuck with the Furies. Anyway, Kronos basks in the whole I attempted patricide and got away with it and is living large in incestuous sin with his sister wife, Rhea. I guess there weren't a lot of pickings back then. Rhea starts giving birth to the Olympian gods and Kronos, who has been hanging out with his buddies at the bar instead of staying home and supporting his wife, hears a rumor that one of his kids is going to kick him off his throne. And he's like, no way. 
So he goes home, and as soon as Rhea starts popping out the kids, he swallows them. This happens five times. <laughs> five times. Listen to the last episode, episode three, if you want to hear how ragey that lack of logic makes me. Finally, Rhea is like, here, honey, baby number six, but it's a stone wrapped in swaddling. Kronos is like, canopy time. But the sixth baby is Zeus, who grows up on Crete and is all, yeah, dude, hanging out and surfing and getting stronger and planning, you guessed it, patricide. Once he's old <laughs> enough, he takes on Kronos. But really, let's be honest, like most great fights in history, it's the women behind the man who make shit happen because Rhea and Gaia are totally in on this fight. Prometheus also helped. And but Atlas didn't, which means Atlas got screwed. Zeus makes Kronos cough up his siblings and imprisons dear old dad in the Tartarus home for the aged, which is about 18 days of bronze anvil dropping distance below the surface of the earth. Who figured that out? I have no idea, but I want to know. It was Zeus. a Ravenclaw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The very first Ravenclaw. Uh, <laughs> Zeus also fights and defeats Typhon, the final boss level, before settling down to party on Olympus and fuck up shit with mortals when he gets bored. That brings us up to date. Wow. Okay. I had totally forgotten that Kronos did the whole patricide too. Yeah. Patricide I, is new uh, black. I, I had forgotten about that. <laughs> Friends in the family. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Wow. I'd forgotten about that. So then, yeah, Zeus turns around and, you know, hey, mm-hmm. learn from the best. <laughs> hey, yeah, exactly. Wow. So, there are two stories in Greek mythology about the creation of man. One, only two? Only two. Wow. And they're kind of related. They're just sort of like, um, they, you know, in most versions, they kind of happen, but it, it's like different interpretations and translations and over the millennia, you know, anyway. But they're, they're somewhat Related, But let's start with uh, the first one. Uh, one gives credit to Prometheus and the other gives credit to Zeus. Fuck Zeus. Let's start with Prometheus. So Prometheus basically has the worst siblings ever. I'm pretty sure he was probably a middle child. So first there was Atlas, who, as I just mentioned, went against Zeus in the war against Kronos. And Zeus was like, dude, I sentence you to eternal deadlifts. (laughs) Like he's basically got the world on his shoulders. Right. So, um, and then there's uh, Prometheus's other brother, Epimetheus. (laughs) And I'm not sure I'm actually saying that right but i i can't right epipen yeah so we're gonna call him epipen so prometheus means forethought and epipen means afterthought and did you ever read like highlights magazine as a kid a little bit yeah yeah goofus and gallant oh that's goofus and gallant that oh, sounds familiar. If they were too, like, you I'll, know. I'll be too, honest. I just looked at the pictures. Yeah. Well, this was Goofy and Gallant. puzzles. The, the, like, find what's different between these two pictures or. Yeah. Can you yeah. find these things, these images hidden in the picture? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Goofus and Gallant were, as you can imagine, two brothers and they were 
you know, one of them, you know, they'd face the same scenario and one of them made a good decision. One of them made a bad decision. (laughs) Yeah. So teach morals to the little kids reading the magazine. Yeah. (laughs) If your mom asks you to do the dishes, Goofus says no and throws his dish on the floor. Right. Gallant is like, bitch is going to give me 20 if I do it and I tip and, you know, I do it really well. So (laughs) at least that's what's going through my head when Gallant says, of course, mother, you cooked a lovely meal. I'd be happy to help. And I'm like, yeah, you suck up. <sighs> yeah. So, so that's we what we can had guess. with Prometheus and EpiPen. Yes. So Prometheus was wise, even wiser than the gods. Although I, I'm just going to put it out there. I don't think that's all that hard. <laughs> EpiPen was a ditz. Oh, he was fun. known for following his impulses and the, then being like, oops, I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. And Zeus gave EpiPen the task of creating men, but he got sidetracked by animals and was like, so cool. So he gave animals all the best gifts, strength, cunning, swiftness, courage, fur, feathers, wings, shells, ability to fly, claws, everything. And uh, by the end, there was nothing left for mankind. (laughs) Which is why that, that we, checks out. Yeah, which is basically <laughs> why we are pitiful, vulnerable, hairless apes. <laughs> and EpiPen was like, "Oh, ah, Prometheus, dude, little help here." And Prometheus was like, "Seriously, seriously, EpiPen." And EpiPen, much like OG, was like, "What? I gotta be me." anyway prometheus decided that bipedalism was the way to go for humans but there was still the problem of squishy furless bodies that couldn't outrun a rabid squirrel i yes i have tried that um let alone a saber-toothed jackalope oh my god (laughs) so prometheus goes to the heavens all the way to the sun where he lights a torch and brings it back down to give to man, gifting him with fire, the ultimate protection. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm writing down a question for later. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I again, I question Prometheus's <laughs> wisdom in giving us fire. <laughs> I was just uh, trying to be nice, right? I- I'm not saying he's not trying to be nice. I'm just saying I don't know if he's being wise because look what we did with it. Um, So now, even though man is, and I quote from Hesiod here, feeble and short-lived, he isn't wrong, humans can now protect themselves from animals and nature and fire enables them to learn crafts and skills needed for survival. Great. There we go. Now, the story of what happens to Prometheus after he gives the gift of barbecue to humanity is another myth for another day. But I'm going to move to the other story, uh, the second version, which involves Zeus and the other gods, because it's mostly Zeus's fault. So anyway, Zeus and the gods 
decide to experiment with metals in creating men. <laughs> Shop class, basically. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Welding 101. <laughs> and the first race was golden, which must have been uh, really shiny and pretty. Remember how vain the Greeks yep. as a culture were? But gold <clears throat> is a soft metal and gets bent out of shape easily. So, haha, <laughs> I know. I'm going to say these guys were kind of temperamental. Oh, yeah. okay. Though the actually actual story says they were without sorrow of heart, far from toil and pain. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. They had perfect harvests and happy fertile flocks. And this is all because they were made from gold. Yes. And basically, right. they were the equivalent of your Instagram influencer, like, you know, look at me feeding organic grass to my <laughs> organic sheep. While you I mean, play like you texting us all of the pictures of what you cooked for dinner. <laughs> exactly. At least I don't put them on Instagram. <laughs> I just torment my friends with them. See? So... Because no one can stand smug, perfect influencers for long, the gods let the gold race die out, which probably didn't take long since they couldn't reproduce. Yeah, that's, yeah, metal. Okay. And no she-gold creations. So yeah, the next experiment involved using silver to create mankind. Of course. And apparently that was a major step down because they were dumb as shit and basically kept hurting themselves and each other until they died. Bye bye silver. Oh my god. <laughs> like literally that's it. <laughs> oh my They're like god. and the race of silver was a mean and degraded race that inflicted violence upon each other and died out. Okay. <laughs> and guess oh. what? Next came brass. Damn. <laughs> Never saw it coming. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> and their intelligence was, I guess, debatable. On the one hand, they didn't seem as dumb as the silver men, but they were also really strong and totally into war and violence and ended up killing each other and enjoying it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And there is a little... Um, question whether the actual original word for brass is um could also be translated like ash as an ash tree and there's a lot of like symbolism of ash trees in mythology oh. and yeah even remember og like we were talking there's a lot of ash tree symbolism in like Norse mythology well, as well. Yeah, because like the Yggdrasil, like the big tree, that's like an ash tree. Exactly. Plus like the first human one was ash, was an ash. Mm -hmm. So I think that was one of the first deep dives. We were like, ooh, we should, we should like figure this shit out. But yeah, yeah. we'll get to it. <laughs> so Someday. Someday. <laughs> <laughs> so... Zeus was like, okay, these uh, metal uh, guys weren't really working all that 
Great. So let's try this. He created a race of demigods and heroes. And um, and this, like the time frame of existence, the span of existence for this race actually covers a lot of early myths of early heroes and even parts of the Trojan War. And um, according to Hesiod, those who actually survived all the crap that the gods then proceeded to get them into, they uh, went on and lived happily ever after an eternal crafting hour supervised by Kronos, uh, who was allowed to volunteer for this position by Zeus because, you know, <laughs> you got to let them get out of their room sometimes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. So... This brings us to the current race of men upon the earth, the iron race. Iron. Iron. So now, they're saying that we're made from iron. Yes. Now, okay. this, this is kind of interesting because, you know, if, you know, you ever have smelled blood or whatever, yeah. like it has that iron tang to yeah. it. Yep. It does. So they must have thought we have iron running in our veins. I don't know. We're still pretty squishy as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Some more than others after the holidays. Um, but yeah, the iron race is apparently the worst, which is us. And yeah. we are made from solid get-off-my-lawn-ism where each generation will be worse and more evil than the previous one. We will never have rest from toil and sorrow. Like, there is no happy ending to this. <laughs> like, we're just a fucked up race and that's all we'll ever be. So let's take a moment to uh, quote from Hesiod here because I think he sums it up rather uh, in a rather modern context. So one of y'all gets to read this. You can fight over it. Not it. <laughs> oh geez passed off the fucking mark so uh, behind the scenes mm -hmm. I, I just got a, a, a text from my husband he's had like we, our weather here today or the past few days is just like the barometer is like plummeting mm. or is it going or is it skyrocket I don't know what the hell the which direction the barometer is going but it's like going bonkers and he is very very susceptible to sinus headaches when the mm -hmm. weather is doing that so he's like in bed almost paralyzed with this horrible horrible headache and he's texting me he's like i need tylenol a lot <laughs> and, I'm like, so then, and i'm like i'm recording i can't i can't wait i text violet <laughs> Violet's <laughs> awesome. She brings mommy vodka and now she's taking daddy some Tylenol. <laughs> so, oh, she brought you vodka. No, nice. she didn't today, but she has in the past. Um, but Excellent. yeah, she's she's always the go-to gal. <laughs> well, and I love the so, fact that you're like, bitch, I'm recording. Oh yeah. 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 So that's why I, I was hitting send to Violet <laughs> right <laughs> when I was hearing you say, you guys can fight over it. And I'm like, uh-huh. 
That is well, a, such a yeah, Ravenclaw no, ex- expl- explanation. And trying no to do-overs. excuse your like getting so yeah, off that, the mark. Exactly. That 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 was your problem. It is. It totally is. Totally is. So all right. Stop putting so it off. I'm. So I got to read this thing from <laughs> from Hesiod. Yeah. Remember, he's all the right. boring one. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Ready? Here we go. The father will not agree with his children, nor the children with their father, nor guest with his host, nor comrade with comrade. Good grief. Nor will brother be dear to brother as aforetime. What mm-hmm. the hell? Men will dishonor their parents as they grow quickly old and will carp at them. <laughs> what? Chiding them with bitter words, hard-hearted they, not knowing the fear of the gods. They will not repay their aged parents the cost their nurture, for might shall be their right, and one man will sack another's city. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is um, his prediction for humanity. Okay. There will be no favor for the man who keeps his oath, or for the just, or for the good, but rather men will praise the evildoer and his violent dealing. Strength will be right, and reverence will cease to be, and the wicked will hurt the worthy man, speaking false words against him, and will swear an oath upon them. Envy, foul mouth, delighting in evil with scowling face will go along with wretched men one and all. On one hand, I'm going to say, holy shit, this is so accurate. But then on the other hand, like this was really hard to figure out. (laughs) (laughs) Again, you know, this is Hesiod interpreting... Zeus's prediction for the iron race uh, that he created. <sighs> yeah. So there will come a time when we have gotten so bad that Zeus is going to order Eidos and Nemesis, shame and indignation, to come over and clean house, destroying us and starting over. So. However, there is just one chance to save ourselves and just one, just one. And you will be as surprised as I was when I learned what it was, because it's not redemption through greater worship of the gods. We can only be saved from destruction if only the common people rise up and put down the rulers that oppress them. Wow. Yeah. Like... This is a radical departure from most religious doctrine. Like this yeah. is this is technically religious doctrine for the ancient Greeks and it's like yeah it's it's not about giving Zeus better barbecue. It's <laughs> about political and societal equality. Wow. And I mean frankly like only if the common people rise up and put down the rulers that oppress them that is um like socialist <laughs> that is like yeah it is surprisingly progressive yeah so 
Yeah, I mean, but like to take something that you've said, you mm-hmm. know, the problems that we have in our world today, mm-hmm. the, the issues we've been dealing with over the last, just over the last two years. Mm-hmm. To quote Kate, nothing is new. That's going to be my next two t- tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> no, this but, is not new. Yeah. And just, I mean, they had, like, they had plagues back then, too. Like, they had pandemics that wiped a lot of people out. And, yeah. yeah. But even just the, like, the political and social injustices mm-hmm. that have been happening over the past two years. Take take out COVID. You yeah. Know, remove that from the equation. Mm-hmm. All of the other... Uh, I don't know the right vocabulary word. I'm turmoil. Turmoil. There's the word. All the other <laughs> turmoil, and I hate to say drama because that feels like it's dismissive. It, yeah, it feels dismissive, but it's not. It's yeah. It's all of the. I think turmoil is a better word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still. <laughs> this isn't new. It's mm-hmm. a different flavor. Yeah. But it's, this has been going on since the beginning of time. Yeah. So, I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and we do get a little bit of this, you know, it gets the political side of it where, you know, don't just put up with oppression. You know, we get a little bit of that in some of Jesus's teachings, like the rich man and the eye of the needle right. and the camel. You yep. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and also, you know, table flipping in the temple. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, Hinduism and Buddhism have like a lot of like chill man, be cool advice. But, you know, it there's not a whole lot of political, like societal structure direction you know yeah the greeks were very specific <clears throat> politics that's the mm. answer which <sighs> i don't know I, it 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 is and it isn't because it's an ouroboros <laughs> that is eating its own head <laughs> its own tail whatever and <sighs> but you know i i i have not heard of another uh belief system that has such a radical like, oh, the path to salvation is politics, you know? Right. I think that's pretty unique. Um, hmm. But also, please note, we cannot rule out a Zeus-pocalypse. <laughs> Ragnarok is not the only game in town, bitches. <laughs> oh, gosh. But it's the most fun one, I think. It- know about that i think we're gonna have to wait till we get to the next episode because we're gonna talk a little bit about that but ragnarok has fenrir so it's better yep that's all it needs to be better there's it's no more competition (laughs) exactly it's one (laughs) yep game over (laughs) well so just in order to leave you on a really ragey note both creation myths (laughs) Agree on one thing in the end. Wow. 
that this golden age of man where everyone is happy and doing just fine was before the first woman came along. Oh, of course. Oh, shit. Well, that's interesting. Again, though, that also mirrors Norse mythology because that's, you know, after Ragnarok, it's like there are two left, a man and a woman. So yeah. it's wow. funny. And I know they're in trying to imply that, you know, woman fucked it all up, but I I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say they had to create women because shit was getting boring and there's only so much goat sex you can have before it starts to pall. Oh, shit. You went there. I did because you know that's what was happening. There were a lot of goats and sheep. Oh, my God. I'm just saying, look, you know. Anyway, so they're like, "Eh, all right, fine. We need some variety. (laughs) And then they blame us. So, yeah. (laughs) We'll be back to discuss even more of this fucked up shit. Yeah. Right after this. We now return to the Drunk Mythology Gals for part two. Questions and shit. So we all have questions and shit. I wrote one down. I know. I see it. It's so cool. <laughs> Do you want my question first or you yes. want to hit the yeah. other stuff you have in there? I want it. I want your question first. Okay. So you told us that Prometheus in the version that had him bailing out EpiPen. He brought down a fire mm-hmm. from the sun yes. and gave it to the humans. Yes. Is that related to the Olympic flame? And we probably talked about this back when we did episodes about the Olympics, but I don't remember. Well, it, we didn't specifically mention Prometheus in it, but so it is. Okay. Um, but the imagery you're thinking of really comes from um, a Nazi German filmmaker. Lenny Reifenstahl, or I I can't remember her last name exactly, but she was an iconic image cinematographer, basically. And um, one of the sort of images she created was the running of the Olympic torch. Okay. And so we didn't actually have... This is, I think, what I mentioned in the um, Olympics episode. We didn't actually have a torch ceremony, like a torch-bearing race, um, until the 1936 Olympics, I believe. Okay. This is a fuzzy memory coming back to me. Yeah. I think it was like the first Olympics episode or something like that. We could probably look in the scripts. But yeah. it was the image of Prometheus bringing down the flame to humanity that inspired her to create this iconic scene of a nice blonde haired, white skinned man, which uh, you don't really see a lot of in the ancient Greeks. I'm just yeah (laughs) that wasn't their jam (laughs) yeah uh but yeah they they call you know nice little nordic misplaced viking 
<laughs> well, she, you said she was German, right? Yeah, and they were using it as Aryan propaganda. Okay. Yeah, so um, Lenny Riefenstahl. I was close. Good I was job. close. Yeah, so she um, created the propaganda films. Um, I just live Googled it for her. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so there was no Olympic flame or torch or anything of that nature until that Olympic yeah. event in, you said, 36? I think so. So 30-something. Okay. Um, so she had a film. It was called Olympia, and it was re-released in 1938. Okay. Um, it it documented the 1936 uh, Summer Olympics and, and had a couple of parts, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, Dr. Okay. Riefenstahl staged the torch relay for the film. Um, so, yeah, it, it basically came from her. Okay. But Alrighty. it was inspired by the Prometheus bringing the flame down okay so yeah interesting but nice catch yeah do i get a gold you, sticker you for that? get a, a sticker <laughs> you get a star you get a gold star <laughs> so one of the things i thought was like kind of uh crazy aside from like the fact that redemption comes through politics <laughs> right. is that there are two kind of uh, competing narratives about the creation of humans and the ancient Greeks just weren't like particularly pushed about it one way or the other. Yeah. You know, like it, it's, uh, you know, it would have destroyed Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> oh my God. The Twitter wars. That would, oh. yeah. <clears throat> and, oh, Wow. You know, it's just not, uh, I, I don't know. It wasn't, dogma didn't have, like, it just wasn't a lot of dogma and it didn't have sort of this hysterical religious edge to it. Okay. Um, there were no holy wars about Prometheus versus Zeus. And, oh, right. Okay. You know, it's, in fact, Prometheus helps Zeus and then Zeus turns around and stabs him in the back, but eh, whatever. Um that's another myth for another episode. <laughs> oh, okay. But it kind of it kind of, you know, gives you a sense that you know, the way we approach religious belief today is you know, it's not the only way to approach it. Like the Greeks had a very different concept of religious faith and you know, belief and you know, it's just interesting to try and, you know, put your mind back in a context that's so unlike anything we understand today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I was just, uh, you know, I was fascinated that they're like, yeah, it could have been Zeus, could have been Prometheus, could have been Prometheus and Zeus, whatever, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. 
They couldn't they be say, bothered. They're like, eh, it's, they're both good stories. They're both good. It's both possible. We don't really know. So, you know, they're just not really pushed about the particulars of that belief. And Interesting. And the fact that, you know, even each individual city-state had their own version of a particular god. So you could have like four different versions of Athena. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. As the patron god of a city-state. And, you know, of course there would be like, you know, trash talk like, ah, my Athena is better than your Athena. But <laughs> it wouldn't be something they'd go to war over. Okay. Yeah. You know? And uh, I I just find it fascinating that that's, you know, the Greek, ancient Greek religion and mythology just was never something that they're, they felt all that like pushed to a convert and proselytize and b go to war over they're like you don't want to believe in zeus fine you go end up in the underworld see you later Mm -hmm. (laughs) this sounds more on the level of like sports team yeah um i damn it i had the vocab Shit, I'm having trouble with vocabulary words today. Mascots? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Loyalty. There's yeah. the freaking word. Oh, my God. There, we don't have, you know, people going to wars. They, Yeah, they get, in, they get drunk and get into fist fights. Yes, that happens. Yeah. But they're not starting wars, even, you mm-hmm. know, on a local scale there are not that's not happening over sports teams well and even like you know religion and mythology is basically religion that is passed out of fashion but you know religion that sets cultural norms because like remember when we did the patreon episode about the olympics and women in the olympics and women in ancient sports like Athens was like, uh uh-uh, ain't no woman going to like run a race in our city. But other cities were like, yeah, we got all female games going on. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, it wasn't, it it was more a, you know, city-state kind of thing and not necessarily a religious prescription. Like, aside from like making sure the gods got their barbecue and like you got to party with them at different times of the year. It just didn't seem like there was a whole lot of divisiveness about the, you know, different cultural proscriptions like thou shalt not and thou shalt and, you know. Yeah. You know, even even like murder had a different, uh, it was still seen as bad, but it was not, like um it wasn't a mortal sin it wasn't it was a crime but not a sin oh interesting mhm huh so there were you know again it's a totally different co- conceptualization of yeah the role of belief yeah so. my brain is having a hard time wrapping around that mhm Wow, just my brain can't easily separate those. Yeah. And it's it's hard because 
you know, even me who didn't grow up particularly in any kind of religious household, like, right. That's just cultural context. I'm like, what do you mean? It's not bad. <laughs> I mean, it's bad, but it's not a sin. What? So, yeah, that is the, uh, that is the thing. So yeah, yep. I thought that was nice little quick trip through Zeus what happens when you let Zeus loose in um, yeah. <laughs> shop class, unsupervised yeah. shop class. Gold, then silver, and then brass. It's like it- you went to the discount bin. <laughs> and like, just kept- are we talking 1980s shiny brass builder special from Lowe's and Home Depot? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, thank God they didn't have contact paper back then. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, this wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. But, yeah. And none of us are drunk. Yeah. I was waiting for OG to be like, yes, it was. (laughs) I mean, you already know. So I do. Right. I can say it for you. Thank you. I'm just thrilled we worked in a, a Fenrir mention. <laughs> I I try to for you at yes. every chance. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, there we go. 2022 episode goals. Yeah. Every episode, how can we work in the mention of Fenrir? And yeah. I drinking out of my cup shouldn't count. That's too easy. Okay. <laughs> so... No cup and no direct Fenrir myth. That that's the rule. Mm-hmm. Okay. This I'll I'll take this challenge. All right. Yeah. And it's any of us can can pull this off. Yeah. Anyone, whoever, you know, somebody has to All right. work Fenrir in. Oh damn. I feel like yeah, this is gonna be fun. Kate doesn't get it, I feel like. I it's have like three the, dogs. I get it. It's like the where's Waldo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or if you guys watch the TV show Psych, mm-hmm. the pineapple. Uh huh. That's yeah. This is our pineapple. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I am now going to uh, excuse myself while I go buy a hey, pineapple hey. and take a sledgehammer to hey, it. Hey, you see, see, Jen and I also have like you know our our private discussion, and we talk about really fascinating rabbit holes. Like wool is wool vegan, right? <laughs> It isn't. Yeah, that's what we found out. Right. Well, you <laughs> could have just there's asked some me. Debate. No, there's debate, though, because if it's ethical, depending on the type of ethics of how the sheep is raised. And, and also, and, and what about yeah. historically? Well, you know, because that's all that was around. I mean, look, vegans <laughs> generally believe that secondhand leather wool and fur is more eco-friendly than like new wool and fur. So clearly, yeah. But if they don't have to, they don't want to, they don't wear yeah. it. But yeah, I could have yeah. I could have told you that. Well, we like had an hour discussion about this. <laughs> I think hour is underestimating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Rampant. And just just to bring it back to Finner's because we were talking about what he should wear. Right. And yeah. I thought you we're- were talking about shaving him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. How dare you? <laughs> well, he could have gotten a puppy cut. What? No. No, no, no. He has nice 
hair and fur that must remain uncut. Yeah. Leave him alone, Kate. You know what? In summer, he would be like, Auntie Kate, can I get a puppy cut? Nope. And I'd be like, of course, you're too hot. I get it. Nope. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nice try. By the way, any other lizard deaths? (laughs) No, not not yet. Uh, The dog has tried. Rafi has tried. Uh, So far, I think the tally is up to, to three. With the oh one being, God. though, that, that it got returned to the wild, so it's fine. And it's probably been eaten by now. Pro- probably. <laughs> right? Probably. <laughs> Run over by a car or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> eaten by a rabid chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. So well, what are we doing next week? Well, next, I don't, I don't know. Kate? Well, it's going to be Jen's episode, so... Oh, well, it'll, it'll be I, some. Yeah, we. I'm very confused now. Okay, you're next week, yeah. and I'm now remembering what you told us before oh. you hit record. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, you're right. It is me. I was. I was looking at the script. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Heaven forbid we look at our notes. <laughs> what notes? Who takes notes? <laughs> okay. Uh, clearly, I need to start taking notes. Um, I will be doing an episode on ancient hair care oh well that yeah and they see that would sit in with Fenrir you could right? put that in it, yeah I already saw. I'm <laughs> pretty sure it's he's not going to want to use the same products just saying probably not yeah probably not vegan and uh, you know eco-friendly and whatnot look, if it's attached to your head is it vegan <sighs> Yeah, don't if, send us down this rabbit hole because we will go. <laughs> we will. Well, put a pin in that because we'll talk about it when we do the story of Medusa. Mm. Ooh, so we're gonna like go deep into her story, deep into her story. We did. Okay. We did uh, a wonderful little guest spot on uh, the Telltale uh, podcast. Yes. Uh, and our lovely friend Gilly, who always provides us the questions and shit. But I love Gilly. <laughs> we wanted to go a little deeper yeah. and maybe do some readings. Oh, Ooh, great. Because you know who has a lot that he wrote on Medusa? Oh, shit. <laughs> That's right. What did Gilly call him? <laughs> Soft-boiled motherfucker. <laughs> or was it you that called him that and Gilly liked it? I, I think, think we that's bo- what happened. I, I, we both came up with it. Let's okay. look at the difference. But I don't yes. remember who said he it is, first. He is a soft-boiled motherfucker. <laughs> and I w- that is a hill I will die on. So, yeah. yes. I, I don't think anyone is, you know, fighting you on that. So. Exactly. Yeah. So, Medusa next week. Okay. And then after that will be Jen. So. All right. I got it now. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Yeah. This year is off to a banging start. (laughs) Happy New Year. Anyway, make sure you add yourself to our social media scrolls on Instagram at Drunk Mythology Gals. On Twitter at Drunk Myth Gals. On Facebook at Drunk Mythology Gals. And uh, I'll try to do better this. uh, New it's Year's been resolution. 
uh, on the web at drunkmythologygals.com. And we've got a new website. Yep. And it still has some some polishing to do. Ugh, but again. it's looking cute. It is so yeah. cute. Yeah. Again, New Year's resolutions. But yeah. Links to merch. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On uh, Patreon at patreon.com slash drunk mythology gals. And email. Yeah, I'm still checking to email accounts, but you can email us at gals at drunk mythology gals.com. And special thanks to Sound Effects Kim for putting the top spin on our sound as always. And thanks to all of you for joining us. Please subscribe, leave a rating or review wherever you get your podcasts, and tell your friends and family about us, especially if they're like, hey, let's go out in the garage and see what we can put together with the scrap metal out there, because that's always a really good idea. Right, EpiPen? (laughs) Finally, always remember, if the gods can behave badly, then so can you.